Hello and welcome to the APR podcast. I'm JP Arnold, your APR chair for the Pikes Peak PRSA chapter here in beautiful Colorado Springs. And the purpose of this podcast is to help you earn your APR, the accreditation in public relations. I want to remind you to visit two websites, PRAccreditation.org or PRSAColoradoSprings.org slash APR. And check out the APR Prep online study with Michael Henry. It's fantastic. I'm a facilitator. I highly recommend it. It's ready when you are. This is my son, 10-year-old Isaiah. He's jamming out on the Yamaha DTX-522K, playing some cool beats for the bumper music. Thanks for bringing the energy, Isaiah. Oh, yeah, he's got so much better, and he is just getting it done. So we're going to talk about the APR study guide. It's in its fifth edition, and it's the free go-to guide for PR professionals. 161 pages of pure PR gold. So let's talk about the process. What do you need to do? You need to start with your 15-page questionnaire. Next, you need to have a panel presentation with three APRs. It's going to be one to two hours long. And then finally, the third leg of your APR journey is the computer examination. Three hours and 45 minutes, 132 questions. So what should you do right now? You should get a mentor. Talk with your APR chair. And they will help you in your journey. Know your why. Why are you getting this? You want to have about five years of experience. You don't have to have your undergrad, but it's recommended. I was just on an APR prep, and there was a professional that had not received her undergraduate degree and, and got her APR. Fantastic. But have a timeline. Know when you want to start your APR journey. What month should you start? For me, it was in February because the downtime for events and other high-profile communications PR-type activity, you know, I had two to three months to kind of prepare. And as you know, the fall time, there's kind of a lull in what we do. And so that kind of gave me the best time to plan and get ready for that very crucial exam. Three hours and 45 minutes. 132 questions. Other organizations have an accreditation process, but I haven't seen that it's nearly what it is compared to the Universal Accreditation Board, UAB, where you have the questionnaire, 15 to 20 pages. You have an APR panel presentation. And then finally, the third leg is the computer-based examination. Okay, so know your why. This is the long-haul partnership with PRSA or other organizations that are affiliated with the UAB. Check that out on their website. And this is master's level curriculum that's in the APR study guide. Again, I had my undergrad and graduate degree in mass communications. I went to Middle Tennessee State University. It's AEJMC accredited. And almost verbatim, the different topics, the KSAs, the knowledge, skills, and abilities that are in the study guide. I took a semester of that at Middle Tennessee State University. It was quantitative and qualitative research-based. So make sure 
you really get a good understanding of that. Make sure you have a good timeline. You don't want to get into this and then have to, to bail midway through. Life happens, but make sure you're kind of setting yourself up for success. This study guide is the cost of free. F-R-E-E, free. Other organizations, you have to pay a substantial amount. Hundreds of dollars for the study aids. And again, this covers six KSAs, Knowledge, Skills, and Abilities, RPIE, Research Planning, Implementing Programs. That's 33% of the exam. Leading the public relations function, 18% of the exam. Managing Relationships, 15%. Applying Ethics and Law, 13%. Managing Issues and Crisis Communications, 13%. And finally, understanding communication models, theories, and the history of our profession is 8%. And let me say, if you are a communication student in college, or you're a young professional, mid-career experience, download the study guide. Whether you're going to even pursue your APR, this is truly PR gold. All right, so it's broken up into several sections and. The first part of the APR study guide is going to go over how you become accredited, the process and some tips and tricks, helpful assistance in your journey. And then it jumps into the RPIE section, page 20. And what I would want to highlight is on page 22 is the RPIE four-step planning process. There's no better methodology than this proven four-step plan. So do not reinvent the wheel. Check out this plan. Use it for your company. Use it for your client. Use it for your own goodness. On page 28, there are research methodologies. And on page 46, there's how to write a PR plan. As a retired Army Public Affairs officer, I wrote many plans. I was a plans officer in Afghanistan at a three-star command, ISAF Joint Command. It's no, no longer there. I was there in 2011 and 12. And we have a methodology, a process for writing plans in the military and in public affairs. And I tell you what, when I saw this four-step planning process, this is really where it's at. And I know military, active duty military personnel right now that really appreciate this RPIE process. The next significant section is leading the PR function. It's on page 63. It talks about business literacy, managing relationships, business law and regulations. Talk about don't get your company in trouble, help them stay out of trouble. This is where it's at. Boss, I don't think we should do this. It's against these laws and regulations. And this right here will specifically talk to that. I took law and ethics, several classes in my master's class, several thick books. And I tell you what, this section here really pulls out the good nuggets of information that are vital to you and your company. The next section is applying ethics and law. Principles of Public Relations, there's a decision-making process. It talks about copyright laws, 
defamation, libel, slander, corporate and commercial speech, and fair use. It's on page 101, Applying Ethics and Law. The next section is Managing Issues and Crisis Communications, page 108. It's going to talk about crisis planning, risk management, and issues management. And you want to take this today and use it to develop a plan for your organization, for your client. Don't reinvent the wheel. It's already right there. It's proven. You can also look at case studies. They are throughout this APR study guide and kind of helping to showcase how you can learn from practical application. It's right there for you. Communication theories, models, and the history of our profession is on page 111. And this right here, I could not find communication theories in some of the generalized text on mass communications or PR. I had two textbooks in my graduate level study. And for the APR study guide to have this is significant. This is a big deal. It's going to talk about how communication theory comes about. And theory explains the phenomenon and trends that is kind of otherwise difficult to explain. And there's a number of different theories that have been proven. We're going to go over this section later in another podcast. But this is pretty, this is, this is one of those items that's not typically talked about, but can help shape your understanding of communication. It talks about the communication model. Encoding, decoding, sender and receiver. Business literacy. It's all right there. So please, download the APR study guide. Start filling out your questionnaire. Get an APR mentor. Talk to your APR chair today. And become accredited in public relations. Take care. Reach me on LinkedIn. You can message me. And I am more than help and glad to help you in your journey. Take care. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you next time.